Listener discretion is always advised. Uh, you know, it's Monday. Nothing really usually happens on Monday, but, uh, let's see what's going on. Joke at Q Army. Uh, let me just go ahead and stop you guys right there. Wait, let me stop you from stopping me from doing what it is that I do. Why did you stop me? Don't take it out the grave. Wait, 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 wait a second. Take what out of the grave? Only Americans, only in America, can you go to another country and dig up somebody's remains and call that shit a practice? I mean, if you do it over here, it's called desecration. Okay, don't take what out of the grave? A fucking 400-year-old vampire mother and son. That's fucking impossible. Okay, okay. So, 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 okay. Let me, let me understand this. Don't take it out of the grave so you know that this shit is buried somewhere. Graveyard was found in Poland. They found the child buried with a padlock on his leg, and they found the mother buried with a sickle across her neck. So they, they found two bodies. The older body, since we don't know how that person identified while they were living, had a sickle on his neck. I'm not talking about a pop sickle. A sickle is used to cut shit down on a farm. Look up sickle. They found that around the bigger human's neck since we don't know how that person chose to identify but on the child they found a lock what the fuck do not unearth these motherfucking things poland cover these things back up you don't want to go down that road this was the shackle that was on the little boy's leg so 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 we know for a fact that the little person that was with the big person, wasn't technically like a little, little person, but a little person, right? Do, do you follow? Am I leading you where it is that, that, that you need to go? So this adult humanoid was found with a child humanoid that had a lock on its leg. I don't know what these two people did during their lifespan, but the people who buried them believed that they could come back and that's why they put a sickle on her neck, uh, my bad, on, on its neck and a lock on the smaller individual's leg. Interesting. It, you know, it's a, the gender hasn't been determined, but it's definitely a little kid. So it's definitely a little kid. Great. The bones are missing, obviously. That's even better. Obviously. But that padlock was just wrapped around that kid's legs to stop it from rising from the fucking grave. And here we are. I mean, you know, when it comes to the last five years of my life, some of the most jaw-dropping, eye-opening experiences have just, I mean, they've just come and gone so fast. I mean, just so fast. No. Joke at Q Army. Yeah, that, that, that I mean, I, I don't know how many times I have to tell you guys, but, uh. This is for masters, this technique. Mondays. 
fun days. That that might have been your Sunday though. But now, welcome to work. How you doing? This is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Let's get into a show. I mean, if 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 things couldn't get more interesting in your dull life, I mean, not only can men have babies now, I mean, women can fight men and UFOs are flying in the sky. They're just floating around. People are visually, they're capturing these the imagery of of UFOs and now we got vampires (laughs) I can't even say it with a straight face because I don't know about you but that shit just might be true I don't know about you but to me it just might be true I mean they've been lying about every goddamn thing else who can say that they know for a fact that vampires don't exist It seems like everything in the movies is coming to motherfucking life. I mean, truthfully think about it. If you are an influencer or anybody on the internet, just to even put out the idea that they found out motherfucking vampires in a grave from 400 years ago. Grandson, hold on, hold on. I know, I know, hold on. Just imagine if you were anybody on the internet that had a, a podcast and you started talking about vampires it'd be it'd be I mean it'd be crazy grandson what is it that is not gonna happen huh I mean like I said they burnt a whole island with a direct energy weapon and this is some shit you can't make up you know, lasers in the sky shooting down and burning shit up. Hey, I didn't make it up. I just seen what I saw, and I don't know if that's what a raw fire can do. I mean, I'm looking at footage of houses just burnt to the fucking foundation, and the trees surrounding them are not even singed. I don't know what kind of technology that is. I do not understand necessarily how those kind of controlled fires burn. And this is coming from a person who has been in one. I was in a house fire as a child and my hair caught fire. I was in another house fire as a young man. Uh, with with my kids when we lived in the shelter, and that that I, I count two of those fires as one. I believe I was in three fires. Those two come to mind uh, uh, very quickly. But I have never, ever. Oh yeah, I was in a a, a fire when I lived in the trailer park. That's right, I did live in the trailer park. But yes, any fire that I've ever been in, the the heat coming off of those flames. Is so intense. You think it's hot when you step outside on a California summer's day. That ain't got shit to a trailer burning the fuck up not too far from your house. So I've been in the house fires. So so what I don't understand is why didn't none of the trees catch fire? Why didn't nothing in the surrounding area catch a blaze? I mean, if that's possible, it's completely possible that 
there's 400 year old vampires that they're unearthing in Poland. I, I don't know, but uh, what about this? Barack became president. Uh-oh. It's about to get a little controversial. If you have that thin skin, I'm gonna tell you right now, you might want to listen clearly. This is something that I suggest for anybody who disagrees with the majority of content it is that I present on my platform. I am not here to make you feel good all of the time. I want you to use what it is that you have not used in many of year, your brain. Listen, please. Barack became president. He tried to force Africa to accept same-sex marriages and African government said, we don't allow that stuff here. And Barack sanctioned Africa. Well, Biden duplicated the same thing. Biden said the same thing, trying to force Africa, different countries of Africa, to accept same-sex marriages. And if those countries don't, he will sanction them. What really confuses the hell out of me as an American, if anybody was to tell us what the hell it is that we can do over here, the first thing that we will say is we Americans. You can't tell us, the government can't tell us what to do. What the fuck you mean? So how is it that we are allowing our government to go into different countries and propagate a message that not even all Americans agree on. And then they do it with the money that is derived from your paychecks. If you are at work right now, you know how Uncle Sam come in and scoop your money out? Yeah, that's where your money is going. It's going to the efforts of securing not only America's usage of its military muscle, also, <laughs> they're taking that money and they're giving it to immigrants. But more importantly, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get this message across the world that you can be whoever it is that you want to be. But that's not necessarily true. Starve them. Mm. Willing to starve a nation for this message. Hi in the world, men knocking up men means so much to America. Why? In your usual daily affairs, do you really care about what the fuck somebody else does in the comfort and seclusion of their own homes? Do you really give that many two fucks? That you will use your power to starve a baby, starve a woman. Because a country want to uphold God's law. And that's the thing. If we are to accept the belief system, the belief system it is that this coalition, this community says it has, if we are to accept that, a theory of inclusion, a theory of diversity, if we are to accept that, why are they unable to accept the same theory on their side. I mean, I don't get it. 
I don't get it. I don't get it. And what, what I mean is shit like this. So this week is Lesbian Visibility Week. Why? Why is it another visibility week for this shit? And as the first openly queer person. Hey, you need to give, hey, you need to sit on something organic, lady. Gas is three fifty a fucking gallon right now. Oh, shit. Uh-oh, it looks like we have someone with the word. A gallon of milk is more than a gallon of gas. A pack of chicken is 20 fucking dollars. She ain't lying. Do you really think Americans give a flying fuck if Susan is scissoring Stephanie or not? Hey, can I watch? We don't give a fuck. I don't want to see that shit, though, if you ugly. Why is the White House so obsessed with sex right now? Ooh, that is a damn good question. Why? You know what? You know, uh, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. We learned that from a legend. And we also learned that Joe Biden's son is a legend when it comes to crackheadedness. It, all we hear is LGBT, trans, lesbians, gay. Who gives a fuck? We don't care. Not at all. Nobody is infringing on your rights. Not one time. Nobody is bothering you guys. Not never. You don't see fat people walking around waving little Debbie flags going. Ooh, I need a big bitch in my life. When Fat People Visibility Month. That's fucking impossible. Are you talking about fat people marching? Now, waving the flag is a different thing. But marching, I mean, you know, uh... <laughs> I mean, wheelchairing down the street in a community I see. I'm sorry, go ahead. Like, nobody fucking cares. Get with the real issues and stop worrying about who's fucking who. It's ridiculous. I think maybe somebody in the press corps ain't getting the pussy it is that that they, they thought they was going to get when they got to the White House. Hey, if you got lame game, you just got lame ass game. What can I tell you? I don't know what to tell people anymore. I should encourage them, right? I should encourage people to do the things that it is that they think that they should be doing. But at the same time, I do have to remind people that what your definition is of gangster, it's not mine. You see, to me, the most gangster shit it is that you can do in the world is not follow nobody. The most gangster shit it is that you can do in the world is search for yourself. The most gangster shit it is in your life that the most gangster shit in your life that it is that you can do is sit down and converse with an individual that does not agree with you think about it you don't learn these life changing lessons because you're in an environment of people it is that you agree with all the time right but if you surround yourself in the environment of individuals who are unwilling to explain themselves, whose fault is that? Learn something new, man. One thing I learned is this. In this great country, we have so many liberties. The liberties to, to speak whatever's on our mind and then 
the liberties to actually bring that shit to fruition. Some people misunderstand exactly what it is or where it is or how it is that we are supposed to be surviving. But me, I've looked deep, I've looked long, and I stay hard, you nasty. Hey, get your mind out the gutter. I stay hard pressed for brand new wisdom, always searching for information. We are not living in a sustainable lifestyle that is anywhere healthy for the mind state of a human being. And somewhere deep down inside of you, you know it. And a lot of these people who are pressing against what naturally occurs in life, they know it too. The only problem is when your shit break down, I don't want to be around you. And I'm not even a gangster. Ain't never wanted to be a gangster. Because that definition, that's some American shit. That's some American shit if you think about it. To, to, to actually say that you as a gangster to brag about hurting your own humanity, to, to take marvelance, is that a word? To take, to marvel in one's own disrespect and degradation of the community that it is that you live in is considered gangster? Shoot niggas in the face. Hey, fucking somebody else's baby mama. I've done it. It's fun. But at the same time, not your friends. Is that gangster? Depending on who it is that you talk to, this gangster definition, it takes so many different forms in so many different fashions. But, but at the same time, do you really understand gangster? See, I, I was told uh, uh, some other shit about these people. But now that I listen to them, I think they gangster. Listen. So when you're a redneck on the internet talking about real redneck shit, inevitably, this comment ends up coming up. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Are we about to go to the sticks with this shit? Let's get it. So, let's talk about hillbillies and Appalachia's best kept secret. That means this needs to come with a content warning because we're going to be talking about old school systemic racism. Uh-oh. I might have to stop this shit right about now. All right. What were you saying, my guy? All of the really fucked up shit that they did back in the day, they did them out in our woods, too. Also, there's a lot of history here, and it's not going to fit in a three-minute video. So this is going to be an oversimplification of what happened, and there might even be a part two. So the first people to be called hillbillies was a whole bunch of mixed communities that lived in the Appalachians. They were the result of Scots-Irish immigrants, free black people, and indigenous folks all mixing together and coexisting. These folks were called the Melungeons. You like bluegrass music? It came from these folks. You like biscuits and gravy? It came from these folks. Are you serious? So the hillbillies came up with the biscuits and gravy? Somebody fact check that, please. And yes, continue. They also created the dialect that we call mountain talk today. You ever wonder why Appalachian accents sound a lot like Irish mixed with African-American vernacular English? Because it is. And after the Civil War and during Reconstruction, the boys in cotton sheets decided they were going to start riding around trying to suppress the black votes anywhere they could. Well, the... 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. I just switched out something else. I didn't mean to do that. But but he, I don't know if you know this, but you cannot say Ku Klux Klan. You cannot say shit like that on the internet. Like, you, you will literally get fucking banned for saying weird shit like that. And I hit a button that took all of my shit away some kind of way. I don't know what I done did up here on this thing. Oh, that's not good at all. Damn it. I gotta pause. All right, well, that hasn't happened shit since I started recording, but I got my computer back and I've been having problems since and we're gonna work through it, so. Secret. That means this needs to come with a content warning because we're going to be talking about old school systemic racism. All of the really fucked up shit that they did back in the day, they did them out in our woods too. Also, there's a lot of history here and it's not going to fit in a three minute video. So this is going to be an oversimplification of what happened and there might even be a part two. Go ahead, please. I'm sorry. So the first people to be called hillbillies was a whole bunch of mixed communities that lived in the Appalachians. The Melungeons, right? That's where, I, that's where the shit started fucking up, right? The Melungeons. They were the result of Scots-Irish immigrants, uh, free black people, and indigenous folks all mixing together and coexisting. These folks were called the Melungeons. The Melungeons. Hey, that sound like some crazy shit. Yeah, this, this clip itself... It's not my computer. It's the clip. I see that right now. So, 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 only thing that I can really do is since I can't stop it, is actually wait for it to catch back up, and then just let it play without interacting with it, which is weird. Very weird. Fucked up shit that they did back in the day. They did them out in our woods too. Also, there's a lot of history here, and it's not going to fit in a three-minute video. So this is going to be an oversimplification of what happened, and there might even be a part two. Okay. So the first people to be called hillbillies was a whole bunch of mixed communities that lived in the Appalachians. They were the result of Scots-Irish immigrants, free black people, and indigenous folks all mixing together and coexisting. These folks were called the Melungeons. You like bluegrass music? It came from these folks. You like biscuits and gravy? It came from these folks. They also created the dialect that we call mountain talk today. You ever wonder why Appalachian accents sound a lot like Irish mixed with African-American vernacular? I've never heard it before, but okay. Vernacular English? Because it is. Now, after the Civil War and during Reconstruction, the boys in cotton sheets... The Ku Klux Klan. ...decided they were going to start riding around trying to suppress the black votes anywhere they could. Well, these people realized uh, the kind of threat these guys posed, so they began setting up impromptu community defense crews. Ooh. So what you're saying is that the, the hillbillies, they understood that the white folks in the sheets was coming, so they set up basically ambushes. Okay, okay, oh, I'll say less. Picture that, huh? Whole bunch of mixed kids out in these hills. Yellow life. With their folding chairs and twisted tees just waiting for these motherfuckers to fuck around so they could find out. So after a whole bunch of racists got themselves bushwhacked, uh, the white supremacists that were in charge of all that shit started a propaganda campaign against all them scary-ass hillbillies, telling everybody that they were sneaking into white houses and stealing their babies and shit. Like the hills have eyes? Now I know what you're thinking. These people sound fucking badass. How come I've never heard of them? 
Well, two things happened right around the same time. Please tell me. Uh, the northern industrialists found out there's coal in them there hills. Oh, a land grab. Sounds familiar. And they came down and started buying up a lot of these folks' properties. From Did they educate them people on exactly what it was that they were coming up off of? Shouldn't that be a law? If you're sitting on land and then someone comes in and says, Hey, man, you know, I'd like to buy you a piece of property. And uh, the only reason I care about it is because it's worth so many millions of dollars that you don't know about. Shouldn't they cut you in? Isn't this America? Pennies on the dollar, most of which didn't know that they had black gold sitting under their feet. And so these folks ended up scattering across the countryside. That makes it hard to trace back who these folks are. So you don't know if you related to a hillbilly or not, because he distinctively said in the beginning of this story that the first coalition that came together, that lived in the hills, was of immigrants, freed slaves, and all kinds of different minorities. Doubly so when you factor in this piece of shit. I don't know who that guy is, but fuck him. If you're from Virginia, you already know this guy's name. You ever heard of the one drop rule? It was this motherfucker. Walter Plecker. Thousands of people were sterilized, had their babies taken away from them, and had their genealogies erased because this motherfucker was scared of mixed kids. Walter Plecker. Look him up. Meanwhile, their buddies in Hollywood started making movies about these hillbillies and presenting them all as being inbred, ignorant, racist, violent people. Wait, wait, wait. You mean the same Hollywood that pushes upon us people who say that they have dreads but don't have dreads, kind of like that nigga named AJ from 106 in Park? Or do you mean the same exact, the same exact, I don't know, government entity, whatever it is that you want to call it, that installed prize? inside of one of the biggest hip-hop groups of my time, the Fugees. Are we talking about the same people who say that their information leads you to a path to understand what misinformation is? Those same people, what happened? That would kill you as soon as look at you if you ever set foot in their hill. So in memory of the ones we lost and in solidarity with the hillbillies all over Appalachia, Redneck Delegation would like to make it very clear. If you're still one of the folks that made it to 2023 thinking there is such a thing as the white race, stay the fuck out of our woods and stay the fuck out of our hills. Uh, when, when I hear somebody say Redneck Delegation, the first thing I think about is Dave Chappelle's skit where he was calling upon the races and their delegations. Is there a red neck delegation I, I i have questions does anybody have any answers i mean hey hey i'm just here for the show that's it i'm here to show you right now you know uh when it comes to content when it comes to you know just conversations me i'm not to be fucked with I have way too much shit. And, and truthfully, I have to hold back. But since niggas want to act like they got they act right, let me show you something. What were your opinions on the LGBTQ? Well, I don't think it's one community. Really? Yeah. I mean, how could it be? Trans is fundamental. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Listen to this.
You don't understand what that means, but you will keep listening. What were your opinions on the LGBTQ? Well, I don't think it's one community. Really? Yeah, I mean, how could it be? Trans is fundamentally in tension with gay. What's your opinion? I'm personally in pansexual, so I was okay. just wondering. What the fuck is on... that? What is that? Is that I'm everything? Yeah. Same sex couples were. I don't have a negative view of same sex couples, but I do have a negative view of a tyranny of the minority. I don't think that somebody who's religious should be forced to officiate a wedding that they disagree with. I don't think somebody who is a woman who's worked really hard for her achievements should be forced to compete against a biological man in a swim competition. I don't think that somebody who's a woman that respects her bodily autonomy and dignity should be forced to change clothes in a locker room with a man. That's not freedom, that's oppression. And so I think a lot of the frustration in the country, and if I'm being really honest that I also share, comes from that new culture of oppression where saying those things can actually get somebody punished. I respect that you may have a different opinion, and that's okay. It's completely okay that we disagree on many of things. We could disagree on gangsterism. We could disagree on sexuality, but that does not necessarily give you the right or authority to silence, just to silence exactly what it is that I feel or what it is that I think. And a majority of the time, people get so used to the situation that's presented to them that they actually start to present situations like that to their friends. And if their friend is not an outspoken person, if their friend is not in tune or in touch with themselves, if you haven't had the time or didn't even take the time to sit back and think about where you were at, why you were there, what you're supposed to be doing, and what is your basic intention in life, they don't get it. But hey, you know what? Too many people, they're kind of caught up in this. What's something you'll get a lot of hate for if you say it out loud? Well, what I just now said, but kids, you know, matter of fact, I'll take that back. Not kids, adults. Listen to a child tell you exactly what it is that you already know. That 95% of the U.S. population is brainwashed into believing that working 50 years of their life on a job that they don't really want to do and trading all of that for 5 to 10 years of quote-unquote freedom, but it's not really freedom because you're old and you can't even enjoy it. It is unrealistic. It is quite frankly stupid. Wow. Now, you heard that, right? You heard it. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it. You did. You, you heard it. If these damn kids didn't figure this out at they at, at just at this age, what else is it that you think that these kids already know? I mean, a lot of people every single day are willing to throw away their life behind a system that was basically manipulated upon their brain when they were a child, unwilling to change, unwilling to accept that they can change, but at the same time, in the face of change, want to be accepted. My question, though, is this. What do you do 
when you find yourself in that situation. Because that's not me. I know what it is that I'm doing. I know exactly what direction it is that I want to take and where it is that I'm going and all that other shit. But what do they do? What it is. Or what's up? What's up? Got your nigga in the cup. Oh, God. We, we go right back. We go right back to some shit that rhymes. Huh? We, go, we, we, we can't think independently for ourselves. We have to repost and, and, and regurgitate the same bullshit that even the, the, the reason why all of that shit, the reason why most things exist, especially in the black community, is because of survival mechanisms. And now these survival mechanisms have become a culture that hurts a culture, but still embraced by a culture until you run up against opposition. The boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl. Neo, if you ever hear my podcast, listen, bro, I'm going to be 100, 1,000 with you. Straight up and down. I've never really been like a big fan. Never. Never really like, uh, I ain't going to say that I ever try to take any girl down, you know, with your music on in the background or no shit like that. But I do appreciate the fact that you made good music. And I did play that music. I didn't fuck to it, but I did play that kind of music. My thing is this. Why is it that Neo cannot have an independent thought? And just let him. He can have thoughts, just not independent ones. Rock with that? It's like, <laughs> when, when did it become a good idea to let a five-year-old, let a six-year-old, let a 12-year-old make a life-changing decision for themselves? Well, you know, I have my kids buy my cigarettes from the store every morning. And when I get a little bit too intoxicated, I send them to the store for a case of beer. You know damn well, don't none of those things happen. So why in the fuck is it even legally acceptable for us to listen to a child about anything it is that they say that they won't? I don't know. Right. So after he said that, then he defended himself on. And look at look at the look, look at the crackers. And I hate to say this, but saltines, stop being mean. Don't, uh, where do your kids go to school at? Anybody that has anything to say about anybody that's in a lower state than them, I need you to let me know where the fuck your kids go to school at so then I can look over the curriculum and I can see if they're being taught the same things that are being taught to the children in a different level of poverty because all this is is a money game Instagram but suddenly out of look at the bitch had to say Instagram nowhere a statement which was generated apparently by his publicist, mm -hmm. was released to the public. This is what we thought he said. It turns out this is his publicist. After much reflection, I'd like to express my deepest apologies. He didn't mean that shit. That's his PC publicist. Apologies to anyone that I may have hurt with my comments on parenting and... Fuck they villains. ...gender identity. But then we learned the truth because he said this. Hey, Neo. No matter whatever happens with no matter whatever happens with you for the rest of your life, 
you have a full-time supporter. If you ever hear my podcast, if you ever hear my shit, all I need is for you to give me authorization to play your music on my podcast, and I will play it on every single one. Every single one of the podcasts that I record just to remind them on what level of energy it is on our moving. You don't have the right to talk to people's kids about sexual activities at all, especially knowing that you would not talk to those children about those same things in front of those parents. This is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. First and foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual. I'm sorry. There has to be, there has to come a time where you actually stand on what it is that you say and what it is that you believe. And if you are so easily manipulated by a bag, are you a trustworthy person? Are you gangster if somebody can compromise your integrity with a dollar amount? I mean, there are clips of Tupac saying there is no reason for anybody to have fucking 28 rooms in their house. But yet and still, you want to integrate Tupac into a hip-hop that he would not be rocking with. You think that Tupac would be rocking with this gay shit when he called Dr. Dre out on his faggot-ass activities? man raising five boys and two girls okay that's my reality now if my opinion offended somebody fuck them yeah sure i apologize fuck them that's for you being offended because fuck them that wasn't my intention my intention is never to offend anybody however i'm entitled to feel how i feel and as you feel what it is that you feel please understand that crazy people are motherfucking real and since we live in this nation that is full of lies, people have the opportunity to, to, to take expeditions, to explore this multiple reality mind state and then come back and think that we have to participate in some, some virtual reality, but yet standing in front of me bullshit. I'm absolutely entitled to feel how I feel the same way you are entitled to feel how you feel. If I get canceled for this, then you know what? Maybe this is a world where they don't need a Neo no more. Oh, yeah. It better start fucking up. You know what's really, really funny? To me, as a person that just observes things that's going on. Do you remember The Matrix? What's that guy's name? Did it take you a second? What's the guy's name in The Matrix? His name is Neo. And what did Neo do? He pressed back against the system. Until what? Until what? If you've seen the movie The Matrix, not that revolution reboot bullshit. I'm talking about the original Matrix. What did Neo do? All right? And I got no problem with that. I'm a hustler, all right? I'll figure it out. The boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl. If your child comes to you and says to you, 
that they want to be the opposite gender, don't get mad. Don't chastise them. Don't even say that they're wrong. Just ignore it and send them on their way. But then ask questions. Ask a lot of questions on who taught them that, where did they learn that from, and how does that play a part in the development of a child's mind? And once you start asking those questions, you'll start to see the gears start turning in their brain because a part of humanity understands. You see, you understand without even understanding. Just like most people understand tone, you understand bitch. And bitch, you understand the tone. You understand the intent. Once children start to understand the intent on what it is that's trying to be pushed upon them, if you think this generation that celebrates drill slash kill music is crazy, Wait until you see the generation after it. The generation who put their safety and security in the hands of their parents. The generation that not only learned that the internet can be manipulated, but the internet is the internet. I mean, I don't even know how to say it anymore because you are really in a net the internet is manipulated to manipulate the manipulated. When those kids, and there will be at least a handful of children that understand that their parents dropped the ball, what do you think is going to happen? Well, what do you think is really going to happen in a society full of free people? I mean, I know the answer. I don't think that you're ready for it, but I do know the motherfucking answer. I'm looking for one last clip that, that might just bring it this one. Pregnancy's not feminine for me. It's not like Whoa, dude, what the fuck you say? Pregnancy's not feminine for me. It's not like a woman thing for me because I'm not a woman, and when I'm pregnant, I'm still not a woman. Wait a second. Oh, hold on, hold on. Dudes don't get pregnant. So you're a lady acting like a dude? If I am transitioning, why am I pregnant when that's such a woman thing? To Wait. So are you taking any hormone blockers or anything that's going to affect the genetics of that child? Because if you are legally able to affect a child's DNA and not be held responsible, why were they taking kids away from crackhead mothers? To do. I'm a dad, y'all. I'm about to have my third. What? Hey, you're not a dad. I'm a dad. I'm a granddad. I'm a pop pop. Child, if I have it, I'm gonna get my well use out of it. I'm a dad and I'm about to have my third child. Grandson, I just told him that. Someone do the math for me on that one. That um, God, I, you know what? This is why I should have stayed in school. I mean, I mean, wrap your head around that. I mean, don't, don't wrap your head around that. I mean, 
do whatever you want to do with your time. I don't know. I, I don't know what you, what it is that you do with your time, but I did see this and it it occupied a little bit of my time. Holding every single one of our donations because we are not a part of FEMA. And so you know about what's going on in Lanai, right? They say that a hurricane burnt down the whole island, but now with flyover footage, we can see that structures were burnt down to the ground. You would think that any kind of aid would not only be helpful, admissible, but also accessible to the people who actually need it. But what you didn't think about was the biggest thing. You cannot get tax write-offs or allocate money on shit that you didn't pay for. Red Cross. So none of this is eligible for giving out. So pallets of food, pallets of gas, pallets of natural resources are being turned away from Lanai because the Red Cross can't put their sticker on it. Tell me why. I have no freaking clue. I'm here to give a quick update on. Ooh, and this guy, he's right there. He's in the mist. Listen. Some of the ridiculous things that are going on for us here in Lahaina. I'm okay. I live, I have my home in Honokoha Valley. It is my grandmother's house that was completely engulfed and taken by the, by the fire. I got to my grandmother's house about 30 minutes before it was completely engulfed and it's, it's gone. It's burnt to the ground. People here are suffering. There's not enough supplies. There's not enough food. There's not enough water. There's not enough gas, not enough propane. There's nothing here. There are people that are trying to bring all of these things in right now. Currently, as we speak, about two minutes ago, somebody just told me that they got turned away, regardless if they were a resident of Lahaina, regardless if they are a resident of Honokoha Valley, which I am from. So we have a first-hand account right here on my podcast of a man, a man who is right there in the middle of this national, uh, I don't even know what you want to call it. I, I, I don't have the right vocabulary for it. He's in the middle of this natural disaster, as they call it, right? That's the right, ter that's the right termage, the right verbiage. He's right in the middle of it. And he's telling you that they won't allow me to help you. They won't allow your homeboy to come help you. This is the same thing. It's something happening on your block. And then one of your homeboys who lived around the corner coming around there like, hey, man, we can't. And somebody's stopping him. You can't do that. We don't allow that. Even people that live in Kahakuloa, which is closest to a lot of these roadblocks, are having a hard time even getting to their own homes. Now, the question is, and, and this is some, something similar that's been happening at Honolulu Bay this, this recent time, when we had the means to save and protect and prevent a catastrophe from happening, the public did, but our state and our federal government, like the Coast Guard, they denied us access. That's fucking impossible. So what you're saying is that the residents 
who actually reside in the territory who probably have the best interest of what is not only needed, but what is also sustainable. Their interest, it was ignored because the big money, the big money outweighs the big knowing. To go and help. Now they are doing the same thing again at these roadblocks, denying people access to bring in supplies, just supplies for people to live. It is a decimate. This doesn't sound familiar, huh? This doesn't sound a little bit familiar on how I started the show, on how exactly it is that they put these tariffs and restrictions on what it is that you can and cannot do if you are or are not a citizen of the United States that's so damn divided right now. I mean, what do you do? I mean, what do you do? I mean, made it area. I can't even tell you what the things that I've seen. People want to leave. There are people here that want to leave, but they don't have gas to put in their car to leave. People are trying to bring gas in so that these people can just jump in their car and leave Lahaina. Take away the strain from the shelters. Take away but if they let people leave, then they can't necessarily count where it is that they said those provisions were going. I mean, every single thing is locked. It's it's locked up, right? It's locked up. With the strain from the food and water that they're they're taking from when they have a place that they can go to, yet. Our state is still denying people access. People are in distress. People need these products. People need these supplies. Yet they're turning people away. I'm afraid. I have so many people here that are that I'm housing at my own place that I don't have enough food for. I don't have enough water for. Yet I'm afraid that if I leave to go and get the things that I do need, they won't let me back in. Right? My grandma, she needs her medicine. I have to go to Kahului to go get that myself. Nobody's going to bring that here. Things are very specific to some people and they need to get out and they need to get back in. Yet the state is failing us again. Well, I, I mean, the only thing that I can do and, and the only thing that I can really do is not do what everybody else is doing. And that's ask for, you know, uh, um, um, peace and blessings. I'm asking for chaos and motherfucking turmoil. Don't let them people take that land. Do not let them people take that land. I mean, I have so much shit that I could put on this podcast, but I understand that you don't want to understand. That's something that I had to definitely deal with once I started recording is that you don't want to understand that not only does Oprah Winfrey own hundreds of acres out there, so does uh, 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 Mark Zuckerberg. He owns like 790 acres of land, not to mention one of the biggest corporations that controls media. Why would he need all that land? Why would Oprah need all that land when she has a mansion here in California? I could go into well, in-depth 
detail about that. But at the same time, no one wants to hear truths. They want to steal, live under the guise, under uh, uh, under this 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 hood, this 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 value of gangsterism that has been repeatedly shown to you over and over and over again, no matter what it is that you have chosen to do in the beginning part of your life, you will come to a point to where you have to elevate, and that's when you're going to learn exactly how gangster it is that you really are. But most of the time, people are so stuck in this West world loop that they don't even understand, that they don't even understand how to spell gangster. It's not gangster, it's gangster. Understand what gang means and then understand what stir means. Maybe then you'll get to the point to where you understand what team means and then what stir means. Gangster, team, stir. Hey, I, I don't know what to tell you, motherfuckers. I mean, you know, Papa. grandson, my guy. And it's that time. I, I need to go ahead and get the fuck up out of here. It is a madness Monday. I do appreciate you. Listen, if you did get here, do not forget to use your thumbs. Please like, rate, subscribe, share the show. It doesn't cost a dime. Uh, just a little bit of your time. Share the show. Please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Please don't hurt anybody in the process. That's the only thing that I can ask of three, uh, of the, yes, three things I got to go through. Uh, to uh, um, man, Just don't hurt nobody. I mean, I'm tired of saying the same shit over and over again. You hurt somebody, best believe karma going to come back and it's going to hurt you. That's the only thing I'm trying to tell you right now is if you think that your hurt is hurtful, wait until these kids get ready to hurt motherfuckers back. It's going to be ugly. Please do whatever it is that you got to do to get through. Don't hurt nobody in the process. Every single one of these podcasts is dedicated to the life, love, legacy, and memory of my mother, Paige. That page is up. I just haven't given you guys the access to it yet. The page is up. You just don't have access yet. Once again, my name is Justice. And no, there will never be any peace. <laughs>